Hello. Sorensen Station. Um, <laughs> I think I've decided to dig my heels into that name. Feeling a little funky today, a little caffeinated again on yet another walk. And while I am not on my preferred Duke campus, I am on the other one, which is still better than where I was. I've decided that even though I can see the value in other locations, why not simply go somewhere that does indeed speak to me? Uh, harness my tastes, my preferences. And that way maybe I will not feel so spread thin across the world. Whoa, I've never seen this building before. I walked past her the other day and I've never seen it. What? <laughs> what is that? That's crazy. Uh, anyway. I, I don't know what it is, but I will not waste time. Sorry about the wind the quality. But both will get better as I naturally evolve to, to adapt to the ways of the podcasting world. And I've yet to put these out yet. Wow, grammar. Uh, so there's a backlog. Oh, the trees have more blossom. I, I did this exact week, literally. Uh, this exact walk a week ago. And there's so many more like, little like, blossoms on the tree now. They're so cute. But anyway. Oh, God. Brief. I'm going to walk backwards. Briefly about the cafe. I go to this cafe all the time. It's like my, my go-to between adventuring to other spots. It's kind of cold outside also, so walking backwards helps me. I forget that um, my phone won't stop recording. It'll just turn the screen off so I can save battery. And I keep tapping it because I'm so used to that just like cutting me off with text voice memos. But the cafe, I've like grown to like understand who works there all this. Oh my god, massive puddle. But I looked. Um, one of my trusty blundstones, so it would have been fine. Oh my god, I tapped the screen again. But I'm also scared that if I turn off my phone manually, then it will cut me off. So I don't want to do that. Um, hand cold. Gotta put it in my sleeve. But I know all the regulars, and there's this one kid. I kind of wonder why he's like not in school. I don't know, because he doesn't look young enough to be in preschool, but maybe he's just not doing anything. I don't know. Um, and his dad works there and he's so cute he just gets like sat down at a table with some food like a little thing of fries he's handed a phone and he's just scrolling and then every once in a while he'll like giggle a bit <laughs> and today he was just cracking up watching the same video over and over again and i'm like i wanted to know what it was like i, I was having a little bit of fomo <laughs> um, and then a sweet old, elder older man elderly man um so I was wearing, I'm wearing my Yankees hat, and he was like, oh, are you a Yankees fan? I was like, oh, I'm more of a Cubs fan. He's like, oh, are you from Chicago? And then he, I'm not going to recount verbatim what happened, but it was just very endearing. He's like, oh, my daughter lives in New York now. She's a comedian. I was like, oh, that's really cool. Like, I went to NYU for undergrad. I'm going to do my master's there. Very loyal to, to New York. And he was like, oh, okay. He thought I was a Duke student because the cafe I go to is mostly, it's mostly populated by Duke students, naturally, <laughs> as it's across from one campus and near the other. But he had a very snazzy, like, blue bow tie on. And I think bow ties are so fun. Um, maybe my nerdy childhood roots are showing. <laughs> Just residual Doctor Who um, affections. But, yeah, I complimented him on the bow tie, and he was very sweet, and it was honestly just, like, a nice direction. And I'm, I love, like, having, yeah, I love having conversations like that with people, and it tends to be older generations that are less afraid of it, and so I just, like, kind of by default have, like, a comfort with older people, <laughs> and I've just always been close to my grandma, particularly both my grandmas, um, but that's neither here nor there. Not that that is a phrase I understand, I just know how to use it. Um, I had fun writing like a short piece last night, which I called something, 
in something manifesto. I don't know, but it's kind of just like my thoughts of how I pursue the, the pursuit of the world. But I thought it'd be fun to like consistently use phrases I only half understand. Um, as well as like it aided a point that I was trying to make. So they're kind of funny. So I'd use them like half realistically, like in terms of what they actually get at, and then sometimes I'd use it with the meaning, and it's just turns of phrase. Interesting. Nothing riveting, nothing new. It was fun for me, like a little exercise. Um, anyway, I forgot my pen. And I came with John Berger's Ways of Seeing and Walter Benjamin's Storyteller Essays. <laughs> the pure point of like note taking. And then I also really wanted to mind map music, like musicians that I really like or that mean a lot to me or that I just like generally have a deep respect for even if they don't like touch my soul <laughs> in the same way. Um, so no pen. They're like caffeinated. I usually stay at that cafe until closing, which would occur in about 20 minutes. But it's like I'm... I keep getting distracted overhearing other people's conversations. Like, the people next to me were talking about religion. There are these two guys. I think they both happen to be Christian, I think. Uh, but they were just talking about their relationships with things. And it's like, as someone who didn't grow up with religion, uh, it's just always fascinating to hear. I don't know, I felt like, in a weird way, privileged to like, hear that discourse, even though they are like, it's a dominant religion in the U.S., I guess. It's just not something I've ever... Yeah, it's not something you have access to unless you're a part of, like, the in-group. And this definitely seemed like a personal kind of reckoning. Because they're all... They're both in their, like... I don't know, like, late, mid-twenties. Um, so, yeah. Because as much as I could go in and ask my friends of, like, any faith they may <laughs> belong to or belong to growing up because most of my friends are not still religious, I guess. But, um, like, I can only ask what I know about. I would never, by not being a part of it, I would never know what to internally poke at that could get to something, well, something that would resonate with them. And like kind of, like, feel around in the dark. Um, wow, I'm out of breath. It's only slightly uphill. I'm like, oh boy, <laughs> gasping. And it was cold, but now I'm kind of sweaty because I'm wearing a black sweater and the sun is very bright despite the lack of, gen lack of general warmth. And I'll learn how to speak, but it seems not today. So music. <laughs> um, so I kind of was prompted by the fact that a friend of mine uses Apple Music instead of Spotify. And... I uh, just said Apple Music, like, in the museum emoji with, like, the raised eyebrow. Because, um, as I'm a Spotify user, like, it's, we're expected to do this. I'm also going to stop and take a photo. I have my film camera, and I've been trying to get, despite raising film prices, I've been trying to be okay with actually using things for what they are ah. um, meant to be like not saving things for occasions using them because if you have something it's meant to be um, interacted with and that's why it's like ah, it's nice to save things for events and to feel special but you could make everyday special whatever um, so yada 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 and I have also just run out of practice with photography. And I want to keep, like, curating my perspective. My way of seeing. Oh, my God. Genius. <laughs> and anyway. Um, I used to only photograph people. And increasingly over the last few years, it's just become landscapes or, like, things that I see. Which has been, I don't know, interesting. And I would like to get back into doing portraits and stuff because used to be like my favorite thing because I think especially it was like time and place of being a teenager 
and like you know your friends are insecure but like you are so desperate for them to understand the way that you see them that I just want to take like nice pictures of my friends so that they would feel good about themselves and like see how inconceivable it was and still is to me that like I could ever see the, like be less than beautiful so it's like I don't know kind of like everyone deserves to be the muse type thing um and I'm not bad but I'm not a great photographer but I'm not bad at it at all so yeah I, all I can I was also just my whole Instagram feed pictures I took that's also a little ego boost <laughs> um from my perspective shows me I have one that at least I like <laughs> other people do too um some good dogs um I just like critters in general. I'm gonna walk through this magnolia tree. It's so big. They have weird pythons. I love magnolia trees. And this one, the vines are so cool. I haven't walked through it in a while. Wow. I don't know how someone could. It's so cool in here. Oh my god. Um. I'm not doing a great job of describing setting, but hopefully you hear things crunching under my feet. <laughs> Looks like mangroves. I'm sorry, I won't do an accent again. We all know I'm not good at them. I don't know who we all is, but it's my friends. Oh my god, there's a pen on the ground. It's a sign. There's a little spider web, or cobweb, I guess. Doesn't seem actively inhabited. But I love looking at the light through the leaves. And there's little, like... <laughs> the leaves I'm looking at in particular right now have also been bent through by bugs. So it's got fun little holes that look like arts and crafts uh, snowflakes with their own designs. Like <laughs> the child folded it up and then it didn't go to plan. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, but also that reminds me, like being from Chicago, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna press through some branches for the sake of no, I'm not. I don't want to hurt you, tree. Even though this seems to where you wanted to naturally let me out. Is this way easier? I guess so. Um, false sense of linear time and place and going forward is never going back. As though that's feasible. Um, out of the, I'm out of the tree, so I can talk normally now. But in Chicago, there's... Um, selective enrollment schools and I went to Northside College Prep um, which at the time was the numero uno uh, school <laughs> now I think it is Walter Payton and I love to say it just because I left you know <laughs> that that's why there was a demise but yeah and it's very much a joke but uh, part of the or was that no it wasn't for that um I also did an academic center before like I came from Taft Academic Center and you had to do a similar like testing um routine for something eighth grade because it was in like I went to a high school for something eighth grade and got high school credit and whatever but one of the tests was kind of it was they would show you how a piece of paper was folded and then they would say, like, if you hole punch here and you hole punch here, what does the paper look like when you unfold it? And I was like, oh my god, this is so easy. And that was actually the only section where I got anything wrong. So it's like, it was, it was humbling. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was rough. Anyway, <laughs> that is why I went to the Taft Academic Center. Um, but granted, that was the one that I put first because it was closest to me. <laughs> Still, it was funny. Anyway, music. So, my whole thing is, like, I don't, like, because I'm not loyal to Spotify for the sake of the brand, like, there's no brand loyalty that fuels me, at least not consciously, maybe subconsciously there is. I just truly prefer the interface, and that is why, I like, I stick to it because... To me, like, it's a false binary where, or, or, yeah, it is, where to me it's like, if you stick 
to a single app where you're used to how the flow goes and you're able to focus on content better and because like the mechanism is an afterthought and so to me it's just like uh, this is how I'm used to exploring music this is how I've like gotten used to this framework even though I'm not like I don't have a uniform approach at all because I love going to like record stores I love like I love CDs (laughs) like I have a big CD collection um, so there's sometimes where I listen, like, through albums, I like to listen to music in the car, like, I have times and place for that kind of exploration, where, to me, it's more physical, more involved, but if I want to get, like, I really like the idea of curation, and I love to curate playlists, and I recently started completely from scratch, and it's honestly harder than I thought it would be, like, the ultimate challenge, I've always, like, been one to, like, purge, um, online identity, but... This is extreme, <laughs> and it's been, it's, I was like, it's been paying off. I'm really happy with what I've put together so far, and the risks allowed me to take by not having to, like, conform to my own standards, even, which sounds, like, silly, I guess, or pretentious. Oh my god, sweet puppy! Hello, baby! It's a Bernie's Mountain dog. It's one of my favorite kinds of dogs. They're so fluffy and happy. Oh my god beautiful creature um anyway um the thing that I do think this particular friend uh uses Apple Music currently but has literally like has used Spotify has used even uh has used Amazon Prime Music and just like YouTube music and stuff like that and I think the interesting part of that which I don't engage with or give enough credit I guess or is what I just like stray away from for the sake of my own pursuits. Uh, so it was on the phone that she told me. But um, where was that going? Oh, is that that you can play with that act of like curation or exploration even more in a meta kind of way, which I do like because then I could. Well, I think it enhances perspective and like arrival and even like kind of journey with it. And then you could also like conceptually map out like what you like most about each thing because there is value like like I said you can find value anywhere so I don't know I think you could conceptually become even more adept at like your most ideal form of collection as well as the collection itself with less limitation so it's not something that I had given enough credit and then there's also the idea that like even the app for Spotify or like whatever app you use becomes like the, the mental signal of like it's music time and I think that's part of why as well as like fierce brand loyalty whatever capitalist consumption blah 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 has social markers um it's just like oh like it's literally not even music if you're using a different app because it's like it's not how I explore so like it's I think it can get to that extent with some people how fierce and like honestly like how weird they can get and like as much as I slightly like feed into it for the bit like I'm sure that still only adds to a general um consensus of disdain <laughs> for Apple music but it's okay <laughs> anyway um yeah so <clears throat> I'm sorry that I'm just so out of breath um but not sorry enough to change so maybe I shouldn't apologize in the first place I take apologies very seriously Someone's like I'm sorry, I literally will always say, what for? Like, I, like, what are, what, which part are you sorry for? Because I, like, it's okay if you don't apologize. Like, I I will never ask that of somebody. Um, and I always make sure that if someone says they're sorry, then I say, like, I used to be in the habit of saying, like, it's okay. Because that tends to be, like, just, it's a point across. But then, like, like, in terms of the actual linguistics, like, you're saying that whatever they did is, like, fine. And if it's not fun with you, then why, like, say that? Even if it's just, like, the compliment, it's more like, I forgive you is the implication. But I just say, I forgive you instead. Um, so I think that kind of thing should be direct instead of just, like, done for the sake of relieving, like, any kind of guilt, almost. And I am just very, like, strange in particular with verbiage because I care so much. Um, that I get nitpicky. That can be frustrating, but it's just like, 
language has rules. So I participate with those and I understand that form shapes them and conversation isn't always the way to do that. And so like, I know things have a time and place basically, <laughs> but in general, that's the kind of thing where if I'm like friends with somebody or like if we're close enough, like I, I will lay those out because whenever it arises as it's important. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, music. Let's get into it. <laughs> I think ultimately, like, tried and true, absolute top tier core of my heart is gonna be. It's gonna be painful for some people, and I don't want to get ran off. And that's why I think everyone gets like is afraid to like publicize their music taste to some degree because they're like oh like everyone has their own conceptions about an artist and then because it's music is such a big part of people's lives they'll be like I could just get written off as this kind of person like my enjoyment like it's sort of the idea that you enjoy something for a reason it is defined you cannot engage in a way other than someone else's perception of engagement and I'm also just a big believer of like let people have fun people like what they like uh, like I, <laughs> like if someone's ever excited about something you're the kind of person who's like oh that's stupid like if, if it's like full of like malintent or if it's a genuine writing off then like I, I've definitely like I'm not perfect about this I've been led to realize and so it's something I also actively work on because it's something I preach so heavily and so I take that kind of criticism willingly um where just like to me I'm able and open to see the value in anything sometimes I just have to like put time aside to like understand how I can relate to a thing and sometimes it takes a lot of work and so I'll say something like oh like I get it and they kind of like write it off inadvertently and I like to say that's different but it's probably not so anyway doing better on that on a personal <laughs> note um but yeah okay so music my little confession is my, my top two artists of all time are probably the 1975 and monkeys yep 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 but for two like different reasons i guess that's how they've become like they've come to represent something beyond my enjoyment even though my enjoyment of them does feel insanely all-consuming, all sorry, all-consuming is that, like, the 1975, like, the music itself, uh, like, it fills up every part of me, and it's, like, in many ways, it's more, uh, sonorously <laughs> driven, I suppose, um, although I do really like Maddie Healy as a lyricist, and I think he's incredibly talented, and honestly, like, a little bit genius, but I, he's one of my few, like, heroes, I guess. I don't even want to call him here because he just reminds me of me sometimes, and that's not something I should be proud to admit, but I'm like, you're um, like me, but more unhinged. And I always hesitate to say that because I'm not a super fan. Like, I, like I'm not a fan, I wouldn't say, of many. I just like him. I think we get it. Oh my god, sweet puppy! It's a cute little white dog, not a crusty one. Hello. Um, so sweet. He picked up a random sock on the ground and then dropped it. Um, <laughs> well, not sanitary, but it's, it's fine. But, like, I don't know any everything Maddie Healy's ever done, so I don't ever want to, like, create that kind of affiliation because I do believe in, like you can't really separate art from the artist or like that's just my like I, I don't is what I'm saying um I this is a Picasso hate account in other words um the Dolly hate account too um so yeah sorry when the waiter effect everything all at once Oscars? Oh my god. Um, I watched The Quiet on the Western Front just because it's like, wow, it's like we won four awards. And 
Yeah, I didn't realize that they... Had, I knew this was a remake, but I didn't realize that it was 1930, 1977, and 2022. And I guess it's kind of like an internal reminder to, to Germany of things. <laughs> you know, I could give a very in-depth in uh, review, but that's not what this is about. Um, everything, everywhere, all at once. I'm so glad that it won so many things. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. My my butt that's coming is uh, just that. The Banshees of Inishirin is my favorite movie of all time. And I think it should have won Best Screenplay. Or Best Original Screenplay. Um, whatever the official title is. And yeah, so it's just like... It's, it's hard because I love everything I've ever once. And it holds a very dear spots in my but the page is not getting everything, anything. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it was rough. So, yes. But the Arctic monkeys are more from like a lyrical, like storytelling sort of way. It's more, much more analytical. Ooh. Sorry, someone else is passing and I passed them earlier, so I feel like we have a bomb now. And I want to be respectful and like open. It's like the sauna is like very physical, something that like because I honestly like I don't play any instruments, so I don't know as much about it, and it's just something I can like appreciate. Um, where it's storytelling and lyrics and analysis are something I'm much more familiar with and can engage with differently. So that's why I kind of divide it into those two camps, even though, like I said, Maddie Helia, like his the social analysis that his songs provide in some way that's like kind of off-putting is something I deeply enjoy. Um, yeah, it's funky. But then, the thing is, like, just outside of, like, that initial, like, deep sphere of soul that those two groups occupy, um, like, I, his bright Eno is just hovering around them. And even though he's, like, it's, it's pretty, it's almost exclusively sounds, like, very little lyrics. Please forget my grammar. Um, but he still, to me, stands on, like, the Arctic monkey side. Like, it more resonates with that, again, the storytelling elements to me, because that is what his music, like, just does. Where he's like, sounds for an airport. Doing the Microsoft sound. You know? All those quirky, quirky thing is there, it's just, yeah, I don't know, I don't know how to describe better than that, I admit that music is fully my weakness, even though I'm trying to practice being more open in my appreciation, I'm, like, learning about things, but I also don't want to go too far and <laughs> ruin it for myself, it's, like, the magic of movies, because once you, like, do any kind of studies class or understand any kind of analysis you have this like lens of processing that kind of is very different to when you're able to just blindly consume something and like just fall into this world um so I still I don't want to know enough so much about music that I can't just that I'm focused that I'm like oh my god this is this instrument I also want to be like oh my god that's such a funky sound that's so cool um so then, on the... Oh, someone's running. This is the first time someone's come up from behind me. They've all gone the other way. Anyway. <laughs> on, like, the next layer for the 1975 side, is the regrets for me. Um, because, I don't know, the last album crazy. It's insane. I've been thinking about it a lot and it's still very like physical still like month like song like monday or subtleties it's a little bit vague and just like i don't know i yeah it's i really don't have the verbiage for it and that's why i wanted to mind map it because that's more conceptual it's more like mood boarding kind of but with 
and then like hoping that my associations <laughs> once I get niche enough make sense <laughs> and then you could just like visually understand but I figure it's music I sound I don't have a pen maybe I should try and talk about it and honestly I feel like I've said so little about what I'm getting at I just broke a stick if you heard that but maybe you can't over the wind and the good news is I'm never gonna listen to these because I don't want to hear my voice, as we know. Whoa! It's a blue jay! You're so cute! I saw a little flutter of blue and I was like, is it a weird plastic bag? And then I looked closer and I was like, oh my god, blue jay! There's a lot of cardinals in Chicago, but you don't see so many fun colored birds in other places that I populate. <laughs> um, so cool but yeah I guess I got that out of my system but now I just want to mind map more and oh I also didn't bring my headphones so I couldn't even just like listen to music and think about it it was truly a fumbling of two basic technologies that I typically have on me at all times I failed myself, so it's but it's not such an egregious mistake because I'm sometimes too content of a person that I'm like, okay, let's do this other thing. Even though it throws me off with my like internal rhythm a little bit. I persist and I do silly stuff like this. And it is silly, and that's okay. Because I'm having fun. I'm purging something demons, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah. Also, to describe what I'm wearing, because I want to, because I feel so capable in this outfit, is um, I'm wearing black bloodstones that I wear all around my travels in December, January, February, and I'm wearing a pair of, like, slightly straight like like washed denim jeans and I'm wearing a black knit sweater it's Karnak and my And I was like, you know, someday I want the Cartier tank. Oh, I'm not going that way. That man has a balaclava on. I'm good. Um, even though it looks like he's just out of a utility van, I'm still just going to walk the other way. Um, <laughs> so distracted. I've never seen someone just walking around. Other than like in New York and Chicago when it's like cold and people literally just have to for like especially in Chicago people just have to walk around with ball clubs on for the sake of like oh my god it's, it's, it's fucking cold this brick if you will um so yeah this is starting to see it in North Carolina um it's chilly but it's not cold enough to warrant that I'm seeing a man in shorts right now so um but where is it going oh yeah cause I want to eventually get a Cartier tank and I was like um, if I'm not a watch person I have to get used to it so that way even if it's in like 10 years or something then I'm at least like used to the act of wearing a watch and I really do like like I use I'm using the watch <laughs> and I honestly think it has me going on my phone less too because there's so many times where it's like you look at your phone just for the time you see if you have a notification and then it's like go fully into it whatever so if I'm just looking at my watch and there's no risk of that um not, not, not enough of that kind of purpose of function, but that's okay. Um, and my, I have a black like shoulder bag that is, I love her. I didn't like think much when I got it, other than like tote bags like wear out really easily. They aren't the most durable. They, even like if it's good sturdy canvas, it gets really dirty. Um, and though I appreciate that, it demonstrates like life lived and everything like I still sometimes it gets a little little gnarly <laughs> and so I just have this black bag and she's 
great. I got it on Essence like a year and a half ago, maybe. And yeah, my favorite thing. It's very, it's also like deceivingly large, um, despite being easy, easily portable. I don't like that phrasing, but. Um, one of my favorite socks, they're Muji. They're like the, they're knit gray socks. Um, I really like knit, knitwear. Uh, but this feels like my little uniform. It feels so safe. And this is like my cartoon character fit. Um, yeah. Very comfortable, very movable. But then also, I think it looks nice. It's kind of the classic, effortless type of thing. <laughs> but not obnoxious. Um, anyway, despite an overwhelming lack of content, I think this will be the end because at least I was had a concentration or a point this time. So she's at Sorens and Sound. I'll still away go. I am in the car and in traffic and I don't like to listen to music in traffic because but like I'm already stressed out. Um, and I don't need more sensory issues. The less sound, the better, if my other senses are, like, firing on all cylinders. Um, so I'm just gonna talk, because I'm let off steam. But I forgot what I wanted to say. Oh, no. Uh, the car has, like, a little hand signal thing. I feel like I might have mentioned this in the last one. But I thought I was trying to mute myself. And, like, maybe I should sometimes. But I'm not. Um, but I truly forgot what I was gonna say, and this is why I just have to say things as soon as they come to mind, otherwise it's gone for like a while. And I can remember the place- oh, wait, that's close to what it was. Um, I can remember the places where I, um, think of- like I- my mind is very, like, thought aside to place, so if I remember a place, or a place that I associated the thought with, then I can usually, like, backtrack that way. Um, it's not working right now, but it's probably because I'm driving and I have other things on my mind, such as, like, the road, crazy concepts, um, but yeah. I'm also someone that, like, similar to not being a super fan of Maddie Healy, I sometimes just, like, one song by an artist a lot, and so I'll be like, I like this song, because to me, like, I like to have a like some working understanding of the artist because partially like I do care about intent and I do like want to know what someone's saying as much as like it's things are open to interpretation and the arctic monkeys specifically do not like Alex like will not tell people what songs are about he won't be like oh it's this because he wants it to be like somewhat belonging to the audience in a way or just like you know whatever you see in it is like that's what you see like that there's not really a right or wrong despite the intent and it's just like I, I like I think it's an interesting relationship despite the detachment or like lack of certainty um but with that said like um a lot of my playlists would be like one-off songs that I really like and typically with those kinds of if I find someone in storytelling that I like a lot I will probably be more of a loyal fan of theirs um which is where it gets like Brian Eno and Arctic Monkeys, where it's like the narrative and the kind of way they view the world is very interesting to me. Um, but the, I get a lot of like one-off, sonically enthusiastic um, responses. Weird. It sounds like I'm the one making music. I'm not. Although I do want to write a song one day. Um, but that's not even right there, I guess. Anyway, <laughs> um, and that's part of my, well, I'm gonna keep going on that track for one second, but like in the, over the past few years, I've always had, I've had to like unpack my relationship with poetry a bit, because I like, it, it's, in a weird way, that's like the one form that's always been a bit inaccessible to me, even though I, like, I loved poetry when I was younger, like I, I was like a published poet when I was literally like seven or eight, because kids, like children's poetry is insane sometimes. Um, so it's fun and I like used to like just be able to engage with it in that way but I didn't know how to do it and not be pretentious because like I didn't know what good poetry was because it's just not my first form if you will. I 
feels like a second language in many ways. Um, so I've been like just having fun with poetry so that way whenever I do decide to write a song I can at least like not have that mental block. Even though poetry and songwriting are very different, I think it's more of that like they are, it's more similar than my kinds of writing is all. Um, like the distillation of that process is see at least maybe falsely more akin. Um, but I'm not sure if it is because like Lana Del Rey and Tony Swift both write poetry. I've heard Lana Del Rey's is not good. I've not read it. But like she is like undeniably a great songwriter, but then I've heard her poetry's not good, so I like I, I, presumably not directly transferable skills is, is all I'm getting at. Um but yeah. Uh I don't know. I haven't heard any commentary on Taylor Swift's. But you know, she's 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 great. I love her. Um, but funnily enough, she is someone where it's like, even though she like she was my number one artist on Spotify last year, and then uh, is like Bay Webster, Mitski, and Frank Ocean sneaks in there like every year, and I literally like he's great, like yeah sure, but I don't. Like, I don't think I listen to that much Franco. Like, I don't know how he does that. How he gets in there, like, every single year. Since, like, they started doing the raft. Um, it's, it's baffling a little bit. Um, and then Sarah Kinsley, too. Uh, big, like, I love supporting women in music. <laughs> I know a lot of people hate that talking about women in music, so that is a joke. Um, but besides the point. Um, yeah, no, Taylor Swift, like, she's someone who I think is undeniably, like, an amazing storyteller. Like, I, I feel like that is just not negotiable. Uh, oh my god, people cannot drive in the state of North Carolina. I, I swear on my whole life, they just can't. Um, it's, it's, it's impressive. Um, I'm from Chicago, so I've witnessed Wisconsin drivers all the time, and this is just woo <laughs> oh my god anyway um yeah she's just like sometimes her ref sometimes her reference her references are very well shrunk together but sometimes they'll be like slightly juvenile and i know that's part of the point is like allowing her to like embrace the whimsy that was like removed or like revoked in a way because of like criticism and like oh you should already be acting like an adult in this way i just want to live in a little fantasy realm Island is beautiful, but then at the same time, like, the whole, like, everything, everyone's a sexy baby and I'm a monster on hill. And I was like, I know you're having fun, and I get what you're saying, and this reference itself is spot on, but, like, it's so jarring to the point where I'm like, I, like, I, I so it could have, you could have said something else, because clearly you have the skills, but sometimes her references are just, like, Ma'am, like, what? <laughs> and for that reason, it's like, I'm very, like, in awe of her, and I admire her deeply, and I think that she's absurdly talented. But, like, it's just, and there's some people that, like, even still, like, do connect with, like, her references. I just, like, we, we, we've had very different influences. And so that's why she's not, like, even though she's a top artist in terms of, like, what I consume with my music. She is not someone where I would ever call her, like, a soul artist. <laughs> I mean, it's weird because that's a, that's a genre. Um, is that a funeral or does he just have flags? I think there's just one person with flags. Okay. I haven't seen a funeral car procession in a, in a long time. That's just a weird realization. Like, I used to see them somewhat often as a child and I just haven't they stop doing that? I don't know. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> sorry, this was a strange noticing. Uh, but I guess it's also like I've lived in New York, in London the last few, so I, they're probably not going to be having funeral possessions downtown or in zone one or anything. Oh, punch buggy yellow, no punch bags. Um, Anytime I see a buggy, I will say that regardless of if there's a person around or not, because I refuse to ever miss them. 
Um, <laughs> So, what was I going to say earlier? I don't know. I really like curating, and it's fun when there's overlap of both the sound and the lyrics. Um, crazy. <laughs> okay, maybe I'll shut up and listen to music now that it's not. The traffic's not so bad. It's just up a little. I truly just want to, like, I'm in a mood where I just want to listen to music crazy. Um, sometimes I'm not, but I want to, like, cloak and shield myself in it. And, oh, I was going to say, um, this is not the same thing, it is related. Um, but it's not what I was thinking of, anyway. But June Takahashi is a fashion designer, if you don't know. Um, but for music purposes, his atelier is, a like, it's 120 minutes uh, commute from where he lives in Japan. Um, by car, and he, like, he curated, he has, I think, 86 playlists right now, where it's, like, almost exactly 120 minutes, and he has, like, really good, I like his music case a lot, I've only started, recently started going through the playlists, but I've really been taking my time with them, and he's, like, as a curator, he's someone that I'm, like, oh my god, like, you get me, like, he had Hurt by Johnny Cash in the same playlist, as Exile by Taylor Swift with, uh, wow, what is Boney Bear's other name? Is it The National? Um, yeah, I think it's a speech from The National one. But I was like, oh, whoa, genius. You have such a big brain. Um, so, really a big fan of that lately, is all. Not that you have any reason to follow my music taste, but it's just cool. And I like to see other, the ways other people curate, um, music and he just, I feel like, I don't know, it's a good vibe, it's good stuff. Uh, there's also like a very comprehensive, um, so Haruki Murakami has, like he used to own a jazz club in his 20s before he was an author, and he's just a very like big music lover, likes classical music, likes the Beatles, whatever, um, very big part of his life, and so he's had like so many magazines have interviewed him about his collection his like writing room has a ridiculous number of vinyls um but there's like there's a playlist that anytime he like mentions an album or any albums he has previously previously mentioned uh this playlist gets updated to include them and so it's like this is really interesting it's really like comprehensive view of just someone's entire actually is someone that just like listens to an album all the way through so which i like to do but be, like i said where i'm at where i have my physical endeavors of musical exploration <laughs> where i like cds and i will listen to albums the whole way through and then it's always funky whenever i hear a single song in public or like on the radio even though i tend to not listen to radio because i hate ads with a burning passion i just always have um that's like how I got into cities because I was like, I need something for the car because I didn't have an ox when I first started driving and stuff like that. Or ox board. Um, my car is full, whatever. But, um, what was I going to say? Oh, it's, it'll be weird because when I hear a song in isolation, I'm like, I expect the next song on the album to start playing and it just sort of becomes like a giant song I guess and I know that that's the point of like it's a curated work and that's why it's interesting when like playlists come together because it's its own curated work and it's just like oh like this element reminds me of this element from something else and it's just like mood boarding to me I can't remember if I said that here or to a friend um but yeah it feels like a mood board and it's something that I really like and it can it feels abstract even though a song in and of itself and like with Brian you know and the like a sound where it's like any small like moment can be an entire a story in its entirety and so it's just it's so fun to play with like moving pieces and it shows perspective of perspective in isolation in a way um so i just think music is cool and 
I think for a long time it was just something I chalked up to like, oh, like I listen to it sometimes and even though I care very much about what I listen to and I care a lot about what I consume because how you spend your days, how you spend your life, all of that, so why would I like essentially like waste my time on things that don't like feel good and like I said in the last episode where like why would I or like spending time in a place that doesn't inspire me despite seeing the value um, or like not trying to mediate someone's artistic vision about the women about somebody's artistic um, but at the same time I know I'm saying that to, to like refine my own beliefs or reinforce them for others right? um, so it's all it's all wonky but the yeah I used to, it just used to be like a fun pastime, and now this is me exploring as its own element of storytelling beyond actual stories, just the ways in which we interact with it become what narratives you're able to derive. It's snazzy. <laughs> and I think it's just become an extension of, again, how many times when I say this, I'm obsessed with curation, and um, so it's just cool, and a very, like, democratic successful of playing with creation without having to actually, I guess, like make the other things. But to me, it also, curation is a form of translation where you're trying to, it's like, you're gonna, there's always gonna be the individual's perspective tacked on. So, um, it's always, even if you can probably translate it because it's a primary source, like you can only get what you get from something. What it allows, in a way, um, if you show people new ways of seeing, then it's like a yeah. I need to get late over. Woo! <laughs> um, what my friends say is that I'm a good driver. I'm not a safe driver. Um, but at the same time, I know many of my friends who are scared of driving have never felt safer in a car than with me because they know I would not try a move that I couldn't pull off. Um, but the thing is, I can pull off pretty much any move, <laughs> except stop signs. I... <laughs> okay. um, yeah. Maybe that's enough for now. Maybe someday I will stop tacking on bits. But I feel like, and I don't ever want to get into the habit of like speaking more in the hope of stumbling upon content. This is truly just. I mean, it is honestly mostly for me because I have no expectation of listener. <laughs> like, I don't. I, I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna market this. I'm not gonna like hope an audience comes flocking. I don't have a vision for whatever kind of person could possibly tune into this. If anyone does, I'm I'm truly expecting it to be like a handful of my friends. Like sometimes <laughs> listen to some of it. Um, so it is very much for me. Like shouting into the void. Um, it's also nice to have organized thoughts, but as I believe I have disclosed, I only hold myself accountable for my my most current thoughts. Whatever I say in the moment, that is the only me that matters. The past me, she got me where I am now, but she's dead. She's gone. I, like, sorry, queen. I, it's not, it's not me anymore. <laughs> I'm a different person now, all the time. Um, I don't like to be stationary ever. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, that's why I just like kind of I got kind of funny way of thinking about. <laughs> Phone almost died. It almost went down the seat. Uh, I got a funny way of thinking about things. So why not? disclose and I also just love to hear about the ways other people think and I think that's part of why I wanted to stray away from using like specifics of musicians as well as for like perception but you can't as the 1975 said um I'm gonna butcher this uh why I think you can control how you're perceived when you're intermediately when you're at best you're intermediately versed in your own feelings um so I can't control perception I can just be like Please don't latch on to this. <laughs> like, if you're gonna engage in something, like, engage with the this structure, the Inquisition's at hand. Um, 
behind a secure truck, like brakes thing, what are they called? I remember, and now I can't. Um, and that always worries me, because I'm like, suddenly my chances of witnessing, like, armed robbery or being in the vicinity of a crime have just increased, because, like, what if they have a secret map that somebody wants, and then they're like, oh my god, I'm gonna get this truck, and I'm like, no, I'm right behind you, I have nothing to do with the map, like, I, like, do whatever you want, but leave me out of it, so... And one more thing. <laughs> I tried to record something else. And then it started to feel like when you say a word too many times and it's not right. And then I just like personally, it's like when I would wear socks as a kid and I would feel so uncomfortable and like I was choking and why I still can't wear scarves even as an adult. Like I just never found a way to wear scarves and it was honestly pretty low priority relative to like needing to wear socks and jeans. Um, <laughs> anyway, I felt like that because like nothing I was saying felt quite right or felt quite like I was what I was getting at. And um, so I just felt really uncomfortable and that's like the part of me like trying to confront talking about music and trying to be a bit more direct because with something that to me is more intangible simply because I do not have like I, the, the education with like music theory the, where I could describe more aptly what I'm talking about or like accredit it more closely um I've always run the risk of like f just like feeling weird <laughs> like I'm not, I'm trying to grasp for something that's not there it feels intangible it feels like oh my god how do I describe the sound or how the sound makes me feel and then I tried to explain my process with Spotify and then getting too nitty gritty I was it just like freaks me out a lot I felt really uncomfortable with what I said, and in general, like, this is something that happens to me with speech, where I'll be like, to me, a conversation will have that, like, uncomfortable energy where I'm like, get this, like, fabric off of my body kind of thing, except it's a conversation, so, like, I just, I will be like, oh my god, I did so poorly in that conversation, like, I, like, physically feel, like, scratchy, like, with wool or something. Um, that was clearly... Clearly, wool is a hard word for me to say. Um, oh god, my mouth made a weird noise. Um, but I just didn't even feel like in the zone talking about it. I felt very like uncomfortable, and this is something where I'm gonna put it out anyway, like despite that discomfort, because it's just something I have to face, and it's something I have to become more comfortable with. And there's like, I definitely don't say things perfectly, but there's times where I like am still able to get a point across, and sometimes I just won't be able to. I'm trying to relinquish that control as much as I want to be intentional with my speech and like what I do and what I allow into my life and what I think about, there's just going to be times where I have to, like this, where I just kind of have to, like I, I'm going to, I admitted, I deleted the part where I was talking a lot. So I just, because I don't want to engage or obsess over something that is futile, but on the whole, like this whole, I feel very unqualified to talk about music, but I don't, not that I think I'm qualified to talk about other things. But it's still just like my experience, and I feel like that is something I'm the only one who can do that part. Um, and I feel like it's necessary for me to like kind of admit where I simply like a fan. Or it's funny because of my whole language around this of not being a fan of many things or not engaging in like a fan culture. Um, even though I did when I was young, um, I was a, like a big. It's funny because I was a fan of One Direction, but simultaneously was a fan of like Bring Me the Horizon. And this was in like twenty eleven when Bring Me the Horizon still did Screamo. I do not listen to them anymore, but I know that they've changed their sound. So but like very much a part of the fan culture of each. And yeah, so it was funky. So I've seen I've seen many sides of what it brings and it's interesting ha <laughs> brings the horizon I'm so sorry. It's not even clever. Um, I just don't stop these things. Don't stop. I, sometimes I should be quiet. Uh, but it was 
agitating me to not address it, especially because I know it's something that'll come up again and again, and I just would feel better if I said it, like, once. Not that I expect... Like I said, I expect this to just be for myself, and that's why it's kind of like... If I know I've, like, added this caveat once where I'm gonna put out things that even I feel uncomfortable with, despite wanting to think about quality for myself and to, like, sort of vet what I let into my mental landscape. Um, I just said that. I, it just makes me feel better <laughs> to have this. This is like a little warning note of like, it's a process. And if I'm always worried about how it feels, then I'll never just be fully into it. And then with the worry, it'll become a self-fulfilling prophecy and I just will be concerned. But anyway, I digress. I have to go pick up dinner.